Well, I hope everybody out there is as excited as we are. Welcome to week one of the high school football season here in the state of Louisiana. I'm Seth Dunlap. Tim Zimmer. Tim, one of the the great things about tonight is Tim and I used to host a, a nightly or a daily when it was in the morning radio show together, and we used to see each other every day, and I haven't got to see Tim for like the last six months. Timmy, welcome back into the program. Turn on your mic here. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm look, I'm excited. Anybody who uh, doesn't know Tim or what he does, he is the Wizard of Oz of our program. He is pushing buttons. He's fielding calls from 15 reporters across the state, getting Alan and Lou and Tommy on the air, and then also dealing with me, which is part of the, probably the hardest part there. So welcome back, Tim. Glad to have you back behind the glass there. Uh, we'll check in with Alan and Tommy Bosch in just a second. Over on WWL HD Channel 2 right now, we also have live play-by-play, like we will every week, of our Game of the week it is uhigh against john errett the defending state champs uhigh over at errett on the west bank it is one of the big non-district matchups of this early season certainly interested to see how that one plays out two of the powerhouse teams the better teams of the big boy schools in the state of Louisiana. Some of the other games that we're covering here tonight, Lusher at Newman, and of course that's Arch Manning's debut at Newman today. Casey Wainwright and company will be covering that one. Hanville heads to Denham Springs. We've got Notre Dame at Church Point. Lutcher is at a meet. Booker T. Washington at Slidell. Dutchtown at North Shore. Bird is at Brother Martin. And Country Day is over at Yenny Stadium, taking on East Jefferson. But one of the biggest, I think anyways, and look, this is my opinion only, and it really doesn't really have anything to do for football reason. They're actually, you know, on field purposes. But I think one of the biggest games of the year, one of the biggest nights of the year in high school football is happening right now out on the West Bank at Shaw High School. That's because Archbishop Shaw is christening their new stadium, at least in a high school football sense, as it's on their campus. And for the first time in Catholic League history, one of the traditional Catholic League schools. They'll be hosting a high school football game on their own campus. And out there for us tonight is Alan Waddell, Tommy Bosch, and Coach Lou Valden, who's coaching that one, will join us after that. Fellas, what's the atmosphere like and how you doing? Hey, Seth, another uh, season. We're off and running here at Archbishop Shaw. Eagles on top early, 7 nothing. But you're right, this is the first Friday night home game on a Catholic League school campus. It's a big-time atmosphere here. Higgins has a nice crowd on the far side. The home side for Shaw is nearly full to capacity, and they keep coming in here. It's a special night here at Shaw in the West Bank. It really is. I've seen a couple of alumni from Shaw from back in the old days that that I recognize coming back on campus to christen this new stadium, and they really did a nice job. The, the field is, is beautiful. The surroundings are, are really outstanding. Great school board, so hats off to uh, Shaw and, and their partners to put this together and, and put it together first class. Uh, guys, this stadium for Shaw, we know they've struggled on the football field winning games over the last decade or so. How does this help them, and how long will it take for them, uh, for this perhaps to help them? Well, you know, Shaw is a proud program, and I know they've been down the last few years, especially since they've moved back up into, into 5A and playing uh, in Division One with the with Rummel and Curtis and, and Jesuit and all the big boys of the Catholic League, St. Aug. 
but this is a program that has had a lot of winning. You know, you think back to Chiron Carey and some of those great teams, Coach Hank Tierney, what he did here at Art Bishop Shaw. I think they're close, and I think what's happened is the supporters, uh, the, the fan base, the alumni, they're kicking in money. They're making this thing happen right here on campus. Talking to Coach Lou Valden and Coach Tommy Connors uh, before the, the game here, one thing about this club, it's a very young team. Not a lot of upperclassmen, not very many junior and seniors. They're a sophomore and freshman-laden football team. So I think they're a couple of years away, but their program has in, uh, improved over the last few years. And, and I think you have to be a, 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 a little bit resilient because you got a lot of competition over here. There's a lot of good schools over on this side of, of the river to, to, to have to, you know, get, get kids from and to get them into a private school. So I think, you know, with this stadium, with the way the direction this coaching staff's going, I agree with Alan. It's going to be a couple of years, but they, right now, Seth, they got some kids that passed the eye test, I can tell you. We've looked at a couple in pregame, and we were like, whoa, those are some nice-sized kids. <laughs> and, Seth, you know, when they played here a year ago, it was a lot of Saturday you know, morning games and mm -hmm. afternoon. It's just not the same of playing Friday night on your own campus. It makes you the highlight of your community, and that's what's happening here tonight. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, Tommy Bosch, this is your first entry into our Friday night pick -em. We pick five games, and we always start with the one that you're at. Guys, Higgins at Shaw, who you got? I think Shaw wins here tonight. It's their night here on cam on campus on the West Bank. I agree. Shaw Christensen Stadium would a win. All right, let's go to our play-by-play -play game of the week. Boy, a big one, fellas. Uhi and Eretz over there on the West Bank at uh, Haas Memphis. All right, I'll say this. Both of these teams lost a lot off of last year. Uhi was probably the best team in the state uh, a year ago, all classifications. I mean, Curtis would have something to say about that. But Uhi, after Carr's loss last night, has the longest winning streak in our state at 26 games. I think they win. New head coach, new personnel, it doesn't matter. I think they win week one on the road. He gave me the exact reasons, Alan, why I think, think they lose this week. I think the adjustment to a new head coach, uh, the amount of people that they lost on both sides of the ball, I don't think they can win tonight. All right, let's go to Yolman Stadium. I always love in this new tradition that they are playing high school football uptown New Orleans on the campus of Tulane. Tonight it's St. Thomas More, one of the great programs now in our state against Holy Cross. Guys, who you got? Man, I tell you, I'm in love with Caleb Holstein and what he does at St. Thomas More. Anybody that saw him play last year in the state championship game against U-High, this guy is special. He's back for his senior year. He's committed to Harvard. You know he's smart. He can sling the rock. St. Thomas Moore puts up a lot of points tonight, and they win that one at Yeoman. Yeah, I'm with Alan on that one. I think there's uh, uh, just a little bit too much talent on the uh, St. Thomas Moore sidelines and, you know, a storied program, great coaching. I think they win tonight. Denham Springs have a chance to pull an upset here today, guys. They're hosting Hanville, and uh, Hanville certainly always high expectations under Coach Saltz-Famaggio, but they get a road test here to open it up. Listen, I think if anybody wanted a redo from a year ago, it's Hanville. You know, at this time last year, just think about the storylines that we were talking about with the Hanville Tigers. I think they are embracing the fact that they're back to normal, so to speak. They just are going to play football. They're not in the high, uh, in the headlines all the time. I think Hanville has a big-time bounce-back year, and I think Hanville wins tonight against Denham Springs. Yeah, I, I, I hate to go along. I'm going to have to go first next time. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, I agree with him. I think Hanville is uh, poised to, to kind of run under the radar this year, but they're going to they're gonna 
show up pretty early, and I think tonight they win. Well, to- uh, Tommy, you know this. There's nothing wrong with agreeing with one of the most educated high school football uh, reporters uh, in the oh, state. So, but I haven't heard your picks yet, Seth. Well, this is well, this this is, you, right? this is the <laughs> this right. This is the this is the power I have in the studio. I just kind of point and say, hey, what do you think? All right, final one, guys, in our Friday night pick and pick five. Uh, another big one here in the city. This one's over at Gormley. It's Bird against Brother Martin. I, I can't wait to see what happens here. I love what Bird's doing. I love when I see schools take a long trip and challenge themselves early in the year and play a team that, hey, they might play, uh, you know, later on this year in the playoffs whenever Division One gets going. But I think Brother Martin wins tonight. That's a long bus ride. It's hot. It takes a lot out of those kids. I think Brother Martin wins tonight, but I love what Bird's doing, stepping out of, uh, you know, out of their comfort zone and taking that long trip week one. Well, I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm picking this one a little bit from the heart because uh, – uh, you know, the, the young quarterback for Brother Martin, his father and I are good friends, and I really want to see that kid have a good night tonight. So I'm going to pick Brother Martin. I couldn't possibly pick against him. Guys, one more update from your game again. Shaw hosting Higgins. Shaw's already caused a couple of turnovers. 7.56 to play here first quarter. Eagles up 14 nothing. Higgins is on the move, though, inside Eagle territory. All right, that's Alan Waddell and Tommy Bosch. We'll be checking in with them all night long, our remote broadcast that we do every single week here on the Prep Football Roundup. Earlier this year in January, one of our dear friends here from the Prep Football Roundup, a guy who had been a part of this program for about 20 years, he lost his battle with cancer, and that's our dear friend Tony D'Amico, better known by his moniker Tony D., here on the Prep Football Roundup, we all miss you, Tony. We're thinking about you. You'll continue to be part of this show uh, forever, and you'll be in our hearts forever. And today, this one's for you, Tony D. And welcome back to the All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup. Seth Dunlap, Alan Waddell, Tommy Bosch on site, Shaw and Higgins. Also, our Game of the Week over on WWLHD Channel 2 is University High at Eric. You can catch that, again, on HD Channel 2 if you have an HD radio. If not, download the radio.com app, and you can get it there. I want to thank Reginelli's Pizza on Poydras in downtown New Orleans, and Sean and Marcy and everybody there for feeding our crew here tonight. Longtime partner of the Prep Football Roundup, Reginelli's on Poydras, a prep tradition. also want to thank all of our friends at Acadian Ambulance who help us with our scores throughout the evening, their drivers, their paramedics, proud supporter of Louisiana High School athletics with that it's time for our first check-in of the year with our reporters across the state and we'll kick it off with thomas email who's watching riverside and thibodeau thomas good to hear from you again hey guys 456 left in the first quarter is tied here in thibodeau 7-7 riverside received the opening kickoff they drove it about 50 yards out of the shadow of their own end zone the drive stalled had to punt it away to thibodeau and it didn't take the tigers long four plays later from 32 yards out quarterback Alamo hits Price across the middle for the score. The PAT is good. 7-12 left in the quarter. Thibodeau up 7-0. On the ensuing kickoff, Amante Watkins, the speedster from Riverside, takes it on the five-yard line. He takes it back 95 yards for the score. And just like that, the PAT is good. Our game is tied. And that's where we stand with 450 left in the first quarter. It's Riverside Academy 7, Thibodeau Tiger 7, live from Thibodeau, Louisiana. I'm Thomas Nell for the WWL All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup. All right, thank you so much, Thomas. Next up, we go to Darren Ferranti. He's got Hanville and Denham Springs tonight. Darren? Thanks, Seth. With 52 seconds left to go here in the first quarter, there's no score between Hanville and Denham Springs. It's been basically three and out every time for both offenses, except one time 
when a defensive penalty caused Tonville to get one of the set of downs that they kicked right at the three. But I, uh, Bennett Springs punted about a minute ago and recovered the fumble. They have the ball inside the red zone. It'll be first and goal inside the 10-yard line with 44 seconds left to go here in the first quarter. As I said, it's, there's still no score with Denham Springs knocking on the door. For, uh, live from Denham Springs High School, this is Darren Ferendi for the WWL All-State Sugar Bowl for a football roundup. Glad to have you back, Darren. Thank you so much. Let's go to Brandon Foss. To, man, you want to talk about a guy who had as much fun in the Superdome last year as anybody I've ever seen? It's this guy. Brandon, uh, welcome back, my friend. How are you? How you doing, Seth? It's Friday night and football is back. I'm in Amy, Louisiana, where the Amy Warriors are taking on the Lutcher Bulldogs. It is Amy 7, Lutcher 0, with 3 minutes and 49 seconds left in the first quarter. Amy quarterback, number 15, John Walker, just completed about a 70-yard pass. The number 4 wide receiver, Darian Batiste. It's first quarter, 3 minutes, 49 seconds left. Amy 7, Lutcher 0. Brandon, thank you so much. Brandon Faust will cover Amy all year long for us. Mike Scarborough is watching LCA and Westgate, and LCA has a 7 nothing lead in the first quarter. was just told by Tim Zimmer, Uhi strikes first against John Eric, 7 nothing. I believe late in the first quarter in that game. Let's head up to the North Shore. Mike Gambrell has Slidell and Booker T. Washington. Mike, my friend, take it away. Hey, all right, Seth. The 4-0-7 remaining in the first quarter. Our score, Slidell 7 Booker T. Washington, six. Slidell will get the kickoff. They promptly march 85 yards in seventh place, capped off by a 40-yard screen pass from brand-new quarterback John Autry to Jordan Smith. Extra point is good. They go up 7-0. But Booker T. Washington would come right back, facing bad field position at their own 19. Quarterback Kentrill Harrison would hook up with at least five circus catches. Remember this name, wide receiver Tyrese Johnson. They get all the way down the one-yard line of Tigers on a fourth down. He hits Tyrese Johnson with a slam pass. Touchdown is good. They go up. They go to bring the score to seven to six. They go for a two point conversion. It is no good, and that leaves us where we are right now. Slide L seven. Booker T. Washington six. With four oh seven remaining in the first quarter. Reporting live from L.B. McGinney Senior Stadium. This is Mike Gambrell for the WWL All State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup. Mike, appreciate it. Thank you so much. One of the best programs in the state, no doubt about it. Notre Dame. They open up with Church Point tonight. Buck Leonard's is with us. Buck, how you doing? Oh, as always, uh, great except this humidity. Notre Dame, we, we just ended the, the first quarter. Notre Dame's up 13 to nothing. Church Point actually got the opening kickoff. We held them about to about the 50-yard line. They punted, had a bad punt. Notre Dame took it over on the 32. First play from scrimmage. Parker say on a Jack Falk right down the middle. Well, 50-something yard touchdown, about an 80-yard touchdown pass, actually. And Notre Dame took a 60-nothing lead with a block PAT. Notre Dame held Church Point again. This time they had a good, about a 60-yard drive, capped off by a three-yard run by C.J. Thibodeau. Again, we just ended the first quarter. Notre Dame up 13-0 in Church Point. This is Buck live for WWL State Sugar Bowl prep football roundup. Appreciate it, Buck. Glad to have you back. Really, the show wouldn't be the same without Buck calling Notre Dame games for us. Let's go back to New Orleans, over to Yeoman Stadium. Big one for Holy Cross. They get really one of the powerhouses, St. Thomas Moore, Fred Drew Ants covering it for us. Fred, how you doing? Hey, welcome everybody to Yuma Stadium. We fix to start the second quarter. Holy Cross Tigers up 7-0 over St. Thomas Moore. That's one thing to be said about these select schools. They really changed their schedule since going to this uh, select schedule. They really play in tough teams uh, during the regular season. Uh, and we crossed down. Uh, 
as any tank game, first game, we have penalties, uh, ended two drives. But uh, St. Thomas Moore has been driving, but they uh, fumble and in interception. Uh, Allen, Aiden Pachaccio for the Holy Cross intercepted a whole screen pass. Took it all the way down to the 27-yard line. That's where uh, John David Wooten passed the Wells, uh, made on a big third 12 play. Got it down to the six-yard line, and uh, Jaden Hammond hit Hamby, took it in from there. And uh, LaFrance said the PAT was good. That was with a minute and 19 seconds left to go in the quarter. And that's where we stand now, Yulman Stadium. Holy Cross Tigers, seven. St. Thomas Moore, zero. Fred Drill reporting for Yulman Stadium for WWL All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup. Nice job, Fred. Really appreciate it. Glad to have you back. Let's head on over to Dutchtown. And, well, D-Town Voice on Twitter and on Facebook. Second year, he's part of the program. Patrick Email. Patrick, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Seth. Patrick Email live from North Shore Panther Field here. Early on, it was the Griffins took control 14-0. But as we sit and I've been hanging on the phone, it's 8.51 left to go in the half, and it's 14-7 as North Shore ran a reverse for nine yards to get them on the scoreboard. But touchdown scored early. Uh, Dylan Sampson on the 58-yard completion from Fritchie, the quarterback, and then with a one-yard touchdown run, gave the Griffins the early lead. Then touchdown defense held, and it got the ball back. And once again, it was Dylan Sampson again for eight yards on a touchdown. Over 100 yards combined so far early in the first half. But North Shore's made it a game, 14-7, here live from North Shore Panther Field. This is Patrick Emel for the All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup. Patrick, thank you so much again. Patrick will have Dutchtown for us all season long. A lot of those guys and gals, well, they're the, the crew that you remember a long time here on WWL. We're always introducing new reporters into the show. First up tonight, a new voice you'll hear all season long, Miguel Miranda. And tonight, he's out at... Uh, Yulman Stadium, watching, I, I apologize, it's actually, it's Tad Gormley Stadium. It's Bird and Brother Martin Miguel. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm at Tad Gormley. Uh, the score right now is Brother Martin 7, Bird 0. It was really a slow start. Neither team could really get much going, but on the fifth drive of the game, Bird fumbled within the 20-yard line of their own territory, and Brother Martin was able to recover. And they punched it in three plays later. It was Chris Smith who had the touchdown there. But the following play, Bird had a 60-yard kickoff return, and they are driving now on Brother Martin's 22-yard line. And reporting from Ted Gormley, this is Miguel Miranda for the WWL All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup. Awesome work, Miguel. Welcome to the show, and we'll, we'll talk to you throughout the night, throughout the season. Another new voice to the show. You might remember Shane Smith. He's covered Albany for us for uh, quite a few years. Well, his son Ethan's joining the show, and he'll cover Albany throughout the season, along with Shane as they kind of alternate. Ethan Bordelon, welcome to the show. You've got Albany and Independence tonight. Thank you, Seth. With uh, 427 here to go in the first quarter, high-scoring game so far. Independence takes the opening kickoff back 93 yards for a touchdown, fails for the two-point conversion. Albany scores on a 60-yard rushing touchdown on the ensuing drive. Converts the PAT to go up 7-6. to six. Independence comes back with another 60-yard passing touchdown, only to miss the two-point conversion once again. Albany then comes back, goes on a drive, scores on a one-yard rushing touchdown, converts the PAT again, makes it 14-12 to 12 as they have just completed the first stop of the game as it's fourth down for Independence. That's where we stand here with 424 in the first quarter. All right, Ethan. Ethan Borden-Lawford. 
Yep, Ethan, thank, thank you so much. Uh, Ethan has, again, Albany and Independence. We'll hear from him throughout the show. Also a new voice to the show, Carolyn Pierre. And boy, does she have a big one tonight as Arch Manning getting his first start for the Newman Greenies against Lusher. Carolyn, welcome to the show. Hi. So right now we're at 14-7 with one minute and 53 seconds left in the, fourth, I mean the first quarter. Newman opened the game with an 84-yard drive, which resulted with a three-yard touchdown. Lions received the ball and fumbled, which which resulted with a recovery by the Creamies, which ran, which resulted in a touchdown. Manning to Adams. Next, Lusher possession resulted with a 70-yard touchdown run by number six, now Kobe. And and this is Carolyn Pierre for All State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup. Carolyn, thank you so much. Great work. Uh, we'll hear from you throughout the day, throughout this season. And it looks like Arch Manning is first ever high school touchdown pass, a name you'll be hearing for a very, very long time. And I, I mean, not just in high school football. You're probably going to be hearing that for about the next couple of decades. So that's a look around the state with our reporters. A couple of other scores coming in to our scoreboard that is brought to you by the Tulane Institute of Sports Medicine. Tulane Doctors Sports Medicine Plus now offering orthopedic care and physical therapy with extended hours in Lakeview. Acadiana, a 7-6 lead on Karen Crow. Catholic New Iberian Vermilion Catholic knotted up at 14 a piece uh, Denham Springs and Hanville early it's a uh, seven nothing in that football game and Denham Springs had a lead Desterhan Oliver Bonneville 24 to nothing Zachary and East Ascension which is really one of the bigger games in the state in my mind Zachary had an early lead East Ascension scored again and now they're tied at last report seven seven in the second quarter country day taking on East Jefferson over at Yenny and they're knotted at seven points apiece one touchdown for each school and we have Lafayette Christian leading Westgate 7 to nothing. No score reported for Lakeshore at Fountain Blue. Landry Walker on the West Bank at Berman. One touchdown they have early. It is in the second quarter now. Low scoring game 6 nothing. Landry Walker leads Kennedy. Let's check back in out at Shaw High School on the West Bank. Shaw and Higgins. It's Alan Waddell and Tommy Bosch. Guys, what's going on there? Right now it's all Eagles, 20 to nothing here in their first quarter. Shaw leads it. They've taken advantage of a couple of turnovers, Tommy, and they've turned them into touchdowns. This big crowd here on site, on campus. It's a Friday night home game in the Catholic League uh, on campus, and Shaw leads it 20 to nothing. Tommy, it's a good atmosphere. It really is. You know, they, they've learned quick down here, Seth. they got a student section, different color shirts, band. I mean, they've really got it uh, put together here. Look like they've been doing this for a long time. Fellas, I got it. Uh, sorry about that, guys. I've got to ask you about uh, Arch Manning. As I've, we've talked about this kid for years, and, of course, we know Nelson Stewart. He's a part of our state championship crew, so we get a little inside scoop from him. What do you heard about this kid? And, look, he's got a touchdown tonight, his first high school football touchdown. Well, I mean, I mean, what, what else can you say? I mean, he, the pedigree's there. You know he's going to be coached up. You know he's going to have all the proper training. And the other thing is he's got the genetics. I mean, he's already six foot one. He's 175 pounds. He can make the throws. And I think Coach Nelson Stewart does as good a job working with high school quarterbacks as anybody in our state. He does. I mean, he's outstanding. Look what he did with Martin Butcher. Uh, I mean, he's had some great players. He's had some high-profile players since he's been there. Think Odell Beckham Jr., think Kendall Bussey. So he will be able to handle this situation, and I think it's very exciting for the next four years from Newman to have another Manning playing quarterback for the Greenies. I agree. I think the thing that's most impressed me that I've heard – 
you know, not only in the, in the press but also on the street is how calm uh, Arch Manning is. And, you know, for him to be able to take the spotlight and be able to do that for four years, you know, he really has to have that, that inner calmness, that demeanor, that, that confidence that even as a young young player would be surprising. But it seems like he has that, and, and I think that's going to serve him well. Obviously, he gets, you know, a lot of that pedigree from his – from his dad and also his grandfather and his uncles but you know he's got to be himself and it seems like he's he's doing that one of the scores that stood out to me and it's held so far in the second quarter guys holy cross shutting out that high-flying offense of st thomas moore they lead seven to nothing i know look i was with you i didn't make a pick but i I thought st thomas moore would kind of run away with that game they haven't you know, sometimes early in the year, defenses are ahead of offenses, and we know what Coach Guy LeCompte can do defensively for Holy Cross. I mean, this guy is a doctor on the defensive side of the football. He did it for years at Mandeville, and now he's brought it over there to Holy Cross. It Sometimes it takes these offenses a little time. I know they've had the jamboree. They had a scrimmage, but still, you got to get that timing going. I think St. Thomas Moore will get it going, but that's very impressive early on by Holy Cross defense. Yeah, and I'll say, kind of echo what you said about Bird. They had the, dr- the bus drive in. You know, it's hot. They're sitting around Tad Gonley in 98-degree heat. Don't think you can find a whiff of air conditioning in that stadium at any point in time. So it, it may take them a little bit to get their legs back under it, but I t- promise you this, Coach Hightower will make adjustments, and they will be a better team in the second half. Sean Higgins for those guys, and uh, any updates since we've been talking the last couple of minutes? Yeah, yeah, 23-0. Sean put a field goal on the board, so 35 seconds left to go here in the first quarter. It's been all Eagles. It's kind of their night, though, Seth, so they deserve this. They're up 23-0 on the Higgins Hurricanes. Alan Waddell, Tommy Bosch, thank you, fellas. We'll get back with you towards the top of the hour. We'll take a break. When we come back, another check-in with our reporters from across the state, plus towards the top of the hour, that Tulane Institute of Sports Medicine Full statewide scoreboard, or featured scoreboard anyways. That's coming your way as the season is underway. Here on the All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup. Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup on WWL. I'm Seth Dunlap, Alan Waddell, Tommy Bosch alongside. Well, not really alongside. They've got our remote show location at Archbishop Shaw High School on the West Bank. We're checking in with them throughout the show. We also have our play-by-play game of the week on WWL HD Channel 2. It's U-High against Eret, and right now, last report, it's U-High 13, Eret nothing. Brad Lumine and Joey Bruett on that call. If you don't have an HD radio, you can still get that broadcast by downloading the Radio.com app and going to the WWL HD Channel 2 page. With that, though, it's time to get back to our reporters across the state. Let's head on over to the West Bank, Berman Stadium, and hear from our friend Hank Brady, who's got Landry Walker and JFK. Hank, how's it going? Hey, what's going on? Set 708 left in this first half of action. Landry Walker on top 6-0. Landry Walker got the ball to start the game. They put it to the 47-yard line on the short kickoff. Two plays later, John Key Mosley had a 31-yard touchdown to make it 6-0. Landry Walker forced the punt, got it back. After a shank, they looked like they were in control, but they fumbled the ball two plays later, and Derek Thomas returned it about 50 yards inside the Landry Walker 30. Three plays later, Kennedy, they got a touchdown reception, but it came back on an offensive pass interference, and they had to punt the ball. So these two teams have been going back and forth. Good to note this is Keenan Lewis, former St. Keenan Lewis's first game as coach. 
for Landry Walker, and they lead 6-0 with 627 left in the first half of play. Reporting from Berman Stadium in LJ, I'm Hank Brady for the WWL All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup. Hank, thank you so much. Glad to have you back. Let's go back over to Tad Gormley Stadium. Burden, Brother Martin, and a good one. Miguel Miranda is there. Miguel? Hey, what's up, guys? Right now it's Brother Martin 14, Bird 0 with 630 left in the second quarter. After Bird's 60-yard kickoff return, their drive ended with a missed field goal attempt. Following that play, Chris Smith finds a hole and hits it hard. They get 80 yards to the house for his second score of the game. And right now it's 14-0 with 6-15 left in the game. Reporting from Tad Gormley, this is Miguel Miranda for the WWL All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup. All right, thank you, Miguel. How about Independence and Albany? We throw it back to Ethan Bordelon. Hey, guys, with 2.26 here to go in the first quarter still, Albany has increased the lead up to 22-18 to after their stop. Independence answered back with a stop of their own, got the football back, drove down, scored once again on a one-yard quarterback sneak. Two-point conversion failed once again. Albany then returns the ensuing kickoff all the way back, scores, and makes the two-point conversion of their own to make it 22-18 to here with 2.26 left to play in the first quarter. Ethan Bordelow for the WWL State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup. Thanks, Ethan. Appreciate it. Let's head on over to A-Meets. They're taking on Lutcher tonight. Brandon Faust is there. Brandon? How you doing? With nine minutes and 55 seconds left in the second quarter, it's Lutcher seven, A-Meets six. At the end of the first quarter, number 15, John Walker for A-Meets threw an interception to Lutcher. And shortly after that, Lutcher's quarterback, number nine, hooked up with number six for about a 40-yard touchdown scamper. Nine minutes and 35 seconds left in the second. Lutcher, seven. Amy, six. Reporting from Russell Memorial Stadium in Amy, Louisiana. This is Brandon Falls for the WWL All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup. Brandon, thank you very much. We'll go to Denham Springs. They're taking on the Hanville Tigers and Darren Ferranti. Our Denham Springs reporter has the game for us. Darren? Thanks, Seth. With six minutes now left to go in the second quarter, it's 7 nothing Hanville. When the last left, Denham Springs had the ball inside the 10-yard line, but the field goal was blocked. Hanville went three and out, and Dennis Springs took over at the 42. One play later, Luke Lunsford threw an interception that was returned all the way to the Dennis Springs 14-yard line. Three plays later, a 14-yard TD pass from Drew Naquin to uh, Jerry Spencer made it 7-0. Uh, then uh, Dennis Springs went three and out once again. Now Hanville has the ball fourth and six at midfield. It looks like they're about to punt again. So uh, with the six minutes left here to go in the second quarter, it is seven up in Hanville from Dennis Spring. This is Darren Franti for the WWL All-State Sugar Bowl for football round. Thanks so much, Darren. If you have a score you want to pack us along to us, you can text us at 870-870. A lot of our listeners actually do that. They listen you know, through their phones and uh, headphones as they're at these games from across the state. So, again, if you have a score or an update you want to pass along, again, you can do that. Just text us simply at 870-870. Here's a score update from the 985. Into the first quarter, Lakeshore 13, Fountain Blue 13. Also, Salmon and Hammond nodded up at 7, looks like, at the end of the first quarter. We have an update from Brother Martin. And just a, oh, we just heard an update from Brother Martin. They heard it 14 uh, nothing there as Bird leads Brother Martin with 10 minutes, a little less than that left in the second quarter. Stay in the Catholic League. We'll go over to Yeoman Stadium, and Fred Druant's watching Holy Cross and St. Thomas More. Fred. Hey, with 5.13 left to go in the first half, it's tied up 7-7. Holy Cross and uh, the St. Thomas More Cougars. 
uh, I'll tell you what, the, the penalties and, and the, the Cougars have been driving the ball, but the uh, I, the in, turnovers is killing the Cougars. Uh, Tyler Grubbs, a, a very good in, middle linebacker for Holy Cross, intercepted a hosting pass in the end zone. They uh, Holy Cross drove, but they got sacked a couple of times on the drive. They had a punt. The punt was blocked. Jack Besh with a huge catch from Holstein got it down to the two-yard line of Holy Cross, and that's where Noah Frederick runs it in for the touchdown with 518 left to go in the, in the second half, second quarter. PAT was good, and that's where we stand now with 501 left to go in the first half. 7-7 at Yulvin Stadium. Fred Drew reporting for WWL All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup. Thanks, Fred. Appreciate it. Let's go to our Game of the Week location, play-by-play of Uhi and John Ayrett with Brad Lumine. And this guy, Joey Bruett. Welcome back to the show. Joey, what's going on over there on the West Bank? Thank you, Seth. Here at Haas Memphis Stadium, it's the University High School Cubs 13. The John Eric Patriots 0. Oh, U-High won the toss but deferred. Eric started at their own 20. After a gain of 7, Eric was going to punt, but U-High jumped off sides and gave the Patriots a first down. With 8.05 left in the first, Eric gave away a fumble, and U-High got the ball at their own 17. The Cubs drove 83 yards in just under six minutes and scored on a three-yard run by Kellen Ross. The extra point made it 7 to nothing. U-High. Eric started their next drive at their own 26. The Patriots went three and out and won it with 40 seconds left in the first quarter. U-High started at their own 35. With 11.07 left in the half, U-High scored again on a 47-yard run by Derek Graham. The extra point had a bad snap, and it left it at 11 to, I mean 13-0 Cubs. Eric's next drive saw a good kickoff return and got him almost into the red zone, but the Patriots couldn't capitalize and turn the ball over on downs just a little while ago. Currently, UI has the ball. It is first and 10 at their own 41, and with 547 left to play in the half, it's UI 13, Eric 0. Reporting from Harvey, this is Joey Bruett for the WWL All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup. Joey, thank you so much. You can hear Joey and Brad Lumine, part of the Game of the Week broadcasting in WWL HD Channel 2. Hannon and Chalmette nodded up at 14. Thanks for that score on our text line. Back to our reporters. Mike Gambrell's got Slidell and Booker T. Washington. Mike. All right, guys. 11-12 remaining in the second quarter. Our score, Slidell Tigers 14. T.T. Booker T. Washington line 6. Slidell got took advantage of some good field position. They get a short punt. They get the ball at the 50-yard line. They would not mess around. They would hand the ball three times. All Metro running back Harlan Dixon. The last one would be a 19-yard touchdown round. That put the Tigers up 14 to six. Game has been very sloppy. A lot of quarterback uh, center exchange problems right now. The Lions are on the move at the Slidell 45-yard line. With 11:09 remaining, Slidell 14, Booker T. Washington six. Reporting live from L.D. McGinney Senior Stadium. This is Mike Gambrell for the WWL. I'll say Sugar Bowl prep football roundup. Thank you, Mike. Let's go back to Uptown New Orleans. Newman and Arch Manning, they're taking on Lusher. Carolyn Pierre's covering that game for us. Carolyn? Lusher. So the score right now is 14-7. We're still in the first half with seven minutes and 12 seconds to go. Lusher threw an interception, but their defense stopped the, stopped the ball and punted it back. And the Greenies punted it back. Now the Lions have possession. We are still, once again, with six minutes and 58 seconds left. And this is Carolyn Pierre reporting live from Newman Stadium at WWL All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football. All right, Carolyn, thanks so much. How about Notre Dame? They seem to be rolling again early, like, well, they frankly do every single year, it seems like. Buck Leonard has it for us, Buck. Yeah, we got six minutes to go till half. Notre Dame jumped out to a 34-6 to lead. 
We had a pick six by Zach Higginbottom. We had another touchdown by Jack Falk. We had a running. Uh, the fullback scored a touchdown. But the bright spot so far for Church Point, they had about an 85-yard, looked like a little inside reverse, caught us off guard. Everybody was going right. He went left, took it the whole way. Um, but, again, six minutes to go, still half. Notre Dame up 34-6 in Church Point. This is Buck. Live for WWL State Sugar Bowl football round. Buck, thank you so much. Appreciate it. And thanks to all of our reporters from across the state. Yesterday, we had a bunch of games getting the season started. Uh, Warren Easton defeated De La Salle 36-28. That was one heck of a football game, but it probably wasn't as good as Curtis and Edna Carr. Carr came in with the state's longest winning streak at over 40 games. And John Curtis puts a stop to that. 42-39 to yesterday. Curtis defeats Edna Carr. Some other scores and finals from yesterday. North Vermilion defeats Abbeville 30-7. Lauraville over Central Catholic 19-14. Kinder defeats East Beauregard 48-22. And Oakdale blanks Elton 13-0. One more reporter checking in. Thomas Email is on the program covering Riverside and Thibodeau. Thomas? Hey, guys, 7.23 left in the half. Riverside Academy on top of Thibodeau, 13-7. We left, it was tied 7-7. Thibodeau Tigers, they put it on the ground three times. After the second time, recovered by Nick Washington. Riverside finally capitalized as they go 55 yards. And on a fourth and goal from the 20, Gage Laverdine hits number five. Herbert Keys in the end zone for the score. The PAT was no good, and that's where we stand. Riverside Academy, 13, Thibodeau, 7. Live from Thibodeau, I'm Thomas Email for the WWO All-State Chicago Prep Football Roundup. Thomas, thank you so much. We'll take a break. When we come back, it's our featured statewide scoreboard from Alan Waddell. Don't go anywhere. It's the All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup on WWL. Welcome back to the All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup on WWL. Seth Dunlap here in studio, our producer, Tim Zimmer. Want to thank Acadian Ambulance and all their drivers and callers for providing scores. All night long, Acadian Ambulance, proud supporter of Louisiana High School Athletics. Once again, thanks to Reginelli's Pizza on Poydras for catering our crew here in our studio anyways tonight. Reginelli's Pizza, a prep roundup tradition. Right now, it's time for a full look at our featured statewide scoreboard. And for that, we throw it to Alan Waddell. All right, Brother Martin leads Bird 21 to nothing at Tad Gormley. Acadiana leads Karen Crow 7 to 6 at halftime. Catholic New Iberia and Vermilion Catholic there in a shootout. Catholic New Iberia leads 26 to 20 in the second quarter. Rummel uh, is down 3 to nothing. They're playing Charlotte Catholic out of North Carolina. They're out of state, uh, but they're down 3 nothing in the third quarter. Notre Dame all over Church Point 34 to 6. Hawnville leads Denham Springs 7 to nothing. Destrahan all over Bonneville 31 nothing. East Ascension leads Zachary 14 to 10. We'll keep our eye on that one throughout the night. East Jefferson leads Country Day 14 to 13. St. Thomas Moore's cranked it up. They now lead Holy Cross 14 to 7 in the second quarter. Lafayette Christian, they're up 7 nothing over Westgate. Lakeshore leads Fountain Blue 20-13. Landry Walker leads Kennedy 6-0. Live Oak and Ponchatoula are tied at 14. Scotlandville leads McKinley 35-7. Newman leads Lusher 14-7. Southside leads Northside 28-0. 
Plaquemine leads Livonia 16-0. Como leads Turlings 14-0. University High leads John Errett 13-0. Walker leads Madison Prep 17-16. Dunham leads Woodlawn 19-0. Slidell leads Kip Booker T. Washington 14-6. Chalmette leads Hannon 21-14. St. Charles Catholic leads South Lafouche 17-0. Dutchtown leads North Shore 14-7. Lutcher leads Amit 7-6. Kind of a surprise here. Jesuit all over Terrebonne right now 17-0. Riverside leads Thibodeau 13-7. Assumption leads Donaldsonville 7-0. St. James leads West St. John 7-0. And E.D. White and Vanderbilt Catholic are scoreless at halftime. A final from earlier, Ben Franklin beat St. Martin's 19-18. And if you haven't been with us, a big final from last night. John Curtis ended Carr's win streak as they beat Carr 42-39. And here at Shaw, here at Shaw, 23-14, Eagles uh, lead 23-14. Higgins is making it a game. Yeah, uh, Tim threw an encroachment flag on me there, Alan, so penalty one on me this season. <laughs> Alan Waddell, thank you so much for that scoreboard. We'll have scoreboards top of the hour all night long. Remember, you can listen to tonight's broadcast on the new Radio.com app. Download the Radio.com app from your app store, favorite WWL radio, and you can find tonight's broadcast right there, and that means you can take us on the go if you're ever at one of these high school football games. We've got WWL news for about eight minutes, and then we're back with more of the All-State Sugar Bowl prep football roundup on WWL.